0: Hey everyone justin here with Hunt Link by Servicide. I am joined on the mic by a special guest, uh raylene Proto, um owner of Detally Sorry, I probably said that wrong, but <laughs> what's going on, uh, raylene
1: oh Um not much. How are you doing today?
0: Good, good. I, I butchered that. So if you don't mind it's totally fine. listeners, what is um the the best way to pronunciate the name of this company. Yeah.
1: So it's, uh, the Tally outdoors,
0: the Tally outdoors. Um, yes. so we wanted to get you on because we came across your product. We had a few of our members, uh, reach out to us and they're like, Hey, you got to check this out. Um, this is, uh, something that kind of goes further than just selling products it's it's about what we're here about at service Side, which is uniting Mm -hmm. hunters and um you know we heard about your community that you had going on and it just it seemed like there was just so much more to it than apparel so we're like hey let's there really is let's get her (laughs) on and and let's dive into it and and kind of see what what it's all about but um kind of as an icebreaker, get to know you a little bit we we can start out with how did you get into hunting
1: Well, I actually grew up hunting. So, my dad was um, the sportsman of sportsmen, as I like to call him, uh, the outdoorsman of outdoorsmen. And I basically started off, um, I'm going to say as a baby, and everyone's probably going to laugh about that. But my dad used to put me in this like red backpack um, that was like a hiking pack. And he would like give my mom breaks when she was like losing her mind. Um, Because what new mom does not lose her mind? I, I don't know a single one, including myself, that has not had a moment. Um, But he would be like, I'll just take her with me, like scouting or going fishing. And he would stick me in this red hunting, hiking pack and just truck up to the local mountains and take me with him. Um, My youngest memories of being on the outdoors was about three. My dad started me off with fishing. Um, And I have very fond memories of that. And I actually remember, which is really weird, uh, catching my first fish. I was about three years old. And that, like, kind of progressed. We always, every vacation was around, like, camping, fishing, hunting, and some sort. So I've been around firearms and archery pretty much my whole life. Um, And then when I was seven, I expressed interest in Upland game. And um, my dad was like, Oh, you want to do that? And how he kind of lured me in was like, you get to work the dog. So he would take me to the field, and he would take me to all of his dog training classes. And I would learn how to work the dog, blow the whistle, do all the commands. So then my job, when we would go out, and he would take me out would be to send the dog, bring the dog back, like basically just run the dog and work the dog. And then it was, you know, here's your first little shotgun and then he just kind of moved me up from there
0: now was this in California
1: so it's California so I grew up um, in southern central California in a town called Phelan so Phelan California it is a ranching agriculture community so I grew up on a micro ranch out here in Phelan California
0: so that's awesome. I actually know somebody yeah. with a similar kind of hunting background. Um, he actually works for land trust, but he, uh, he's out of California and he was telling me about the upland birds. So that's it, it's the, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that upland was, you know, as popular as what it is out there. It sounds like you guys. It's have some really popular too, out right?
1: here. Yeah, we do. At the time I'm going to say, so I, I, um, I moved back home in the beginning of this year. Um, I will have to say our population um, of bird has definitely has declined just because the population up here has grown tremendously in the last like 10 to 15 years. So I'm definitely seeing like a decline in our upland here, but we used to be able to just walk out the back 40 as we like to say, and there would be quail for days, uh, you know, drive not too far up to go do, uh, you know, some pheasant, Uh, just we have, you know, we had total access to a, a a lot of upland hunting here.
0: You know, I I was actually I had somebody come through uh, from Arkansas last night. And we actually got on that conversation of you know just walking out back and you know mm-hmm. I'm in Florida, but you know by contrary belief, where we're not sand and pine uh, palm trees, we're cow fields and orange groves. And uh, you know I uh, I you know I was telling him we were talking about the population, how it you know you could go out there and limit out you know, each day. and then, Yeah. You know, it's to each day. Where, yeah. You can still do it, but it's like, it's not an everyday thing anymore.
1: It's definitely work now. I'll have to, I'll have to say that <laughs> after uh, experiencing that last dove season where I was like, geez, this is definitely, uh, this is definitely some work where before it would just be like, all right, send the dog and we would be able to just do it on our property or just walk over to um, like, The the field next to us, which was owned by someone, but um, we had permission, and they didn't have a house or anything um, over there. Uh, And it's also the desert here, so it's the desert of California where I live. So it's definitely different terrain. Um, It is hot. Um, And I believe in two weeks is when Dove one two yep in two weeks is when Dove opens up opens up here and also in Arizona, which that's also a place we love to go to. But it's just it's like devastatingly hot. I'm skipping first season this year of Dove. Um, which is blowing a lot of people's minds, but it's because I'm actually going to go to uh, one of my favorite spots to um, go mule deer hunting. It opens up the same weekend. So I opted out to go with a family friend for a few days um, up to the Mojave National Preserve and hopefully land myself um, quite a size of a buck. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I would, I would take a hiatus for that. Yeah, that <laughs> real fast. I had
1: a girlfriend tell me that uh, my girlfriend Heather also had said that I was like, I'm gonna miss opening dove. I'm going to D17, and she's like, I'd miss opening dove for yeah, D17. Would, I'm not uh, sad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would. I'm going on a bear hunt actually for our dove opener, and I was, you know, sometimes you just have to sacrifice once in a while.
1: It's it's, it's so sad, as I like to say. Oh, it's so sad. I have to go to D17. Just. So I'm so bummed <laughs> out about that. The beauty that. is though that like Dove is also open. So like I could bring a shotgun too. And if we get a little bit bored, you know, we could we could do that. But um we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I always bring, uh, uh extra, I, I know there's a waterfowl season when I'm up there bear hunting. So I'm like, you know what? You never know. Never you know. You never know. And I don't want to be sitting there at camp <laughs> sitting on my hands, you know, like I like to go do other things. So
1: yeah, exactly. And uh, normally when we go to like Utah, Colorado, like we bring fly rods and if we're taking a break in the middle of the day, it's like, let's just, you know, yeah. let's just do some fishing for a little bit on, uh, you know, get in the water, cool off a little. And just take a break and you know do something else and then go back to camp and kind of settle in for a little bit and then go out for
0: evening. I mean, that's just making so, the most of your experiences. That's yeah, very true. So let's dive a little bit into the company here. How did you guys get started out? Like how did, how did this even come? Oh, up?
1: um,
0: my crazy brain. Um,
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, we're three years old now. Uh, so, uh, we started in 2020, June, 2020, Uh, but early, early 2020, um, I want to say early 2020 around pulling a tag. So around May, June, somewhere around there, um, I was having one heck of a time, um, finding gear and I pulled a tag in an area that I had been waiting for. And the terrain was just, it's astronomically hard (laughs) where, where I was going and I was very excited, um. Uh, but I was like, I, I know what I'm getting myself into. I know it, it's going to be really rough. I know that I'm going to be crouching a lot. I like, I knew what my body was going to be doing, and I was trying to find gear that was going to be fitting that. Like, I, I'm am going to be doing this. Like, I need gear that can do this. I'm um a very short. I'm not even going to say petite because I'm not petite. But um I'm about five four on a good day. Um and I'm I'm Italian Native American, so I'm very curvy. I'm You know, I am not petite to even say the least, and I couldn't find anything that was built for me. And I always ended up doing like hodgepodge, grabbing hand-me-downs from my dad, and then doing the big box store, not going to say the name, I think everybody knows where I'm going with this, run and trying on their ladies' gear that was there, which never fit the bill, and then I'd end up back in the men's department. So for years, that has been the cycle, um, I have tried other gear that was out there. It just it's not it's not made for me, and I began to ask myself like during this process of like if I can't be the only woman in my community that is having this problem because I know that I'm not the only woman that's built this way. Right, <laughs> right. That and I way. mean, you're not the only
0: uh, you know <laughs> no. female hunter. What is it? I think last I looked, there's over over a million it said
1: there's over a million. Yes, so. yeah, and it has grown. So when we started three years ago, the industry was at 20% women. It is now at 30. It has grown 30%. So 10 years over three per 10, sorry, 10% over a two year period of time from the time we started doing numbers. So now we're at three years now. That's a lot. That's, yeah. that's a lot of recruitment of ladies. That's a lot of ladies coming in. A lot of ladies coming back. We've heard a lot from um, our customer of like, I used to do it a lot. I had some kids and now my kids are older and like, I'm getting back into it. Uh, so basically, I just started talking to my community of ladies of like, what do you wear in the field? Like, what are you having a problem finding? Like, what are your needs, your wants, that type of thing. So um, I have basically a lot of quote unquote data and um, this idea. And then I ran it through a program that was local here um, in Riverside, California called 1IE, which helps entrepreneurs and um, business ideas. So you bring it to them. They have a weekend bootcamp where they kind of teach you how to validate your idea they kind of see if it's an actual business or can become a business uh so I, I brought it there and I was like I have all this data <laughs> and I showed their CEO and uh he was like you actually have like a, a validated business it's just what do we do from it from here so uh, he came on board as my chairman he's still our chairman today and he helps in a lot of other areas as well I'm very grateful him and he actually helped me find my COO, so Audrey Young. And then together, Audrey and I found um, Summer Meyer, who is actually a technical outdoor designer and she's been in the tactical and outdoor industry for 20 plus years. And so she's the one that takes all the data and makes the magic happen, basically.
0: She, I mean, you guys, sounds like you got the A team over here. You definitely <laughs> we definitely have the A, a team.
1: Yeah, and we're backed by a pretty solid board too. So we have uh, five board members. Each of them have a specialization in each in each area that we need assistance in, whether it's funding or whether it's marketing or whether it's retail um, merchandising or something. A community, we have an incredible um, community board member as well, and they're all they're all there to help us. So you know, we reach out when we need it and um you know get connections if need be and then we also have just an incredible community of women in general and men we have lots of husbands and dads that are huge supporters that have found us have bought us for their wives or daughters and and have just kind of like just you know speaking milestones about us which is amazing and just having that community in general is fantastic too
0: you know, I never realized. I guess obviously, just being on the other side of the wall, I never realized the the. I mean, kind of two things, really, from a personal and a business perspective. But from a personal perspective, I never realized that it was um, that that really wasn't a thing. Like I just assumed, you know, okay, there's there's male clothes made, there's female clothes of every type. I mean, they, you know, it's rare, especially with male clothes, unless you have a just a you know a different body type you're seven foot mm-hmm. tall and you know bigger. <laughs> you know that's really the only time you kind of have to like specialty um things. yeah you know most builds are somewhat c- close or you can you can categorize them um but you know talking especially with uh you know the other females on the on the team mm-hmm. here at service side um you know sammy had brought it up to me so many times you know she had mentioned a few other companies that were out there and um has, has tried different things but it always seemed like just the the body type there were so many different um, we're different body types and, and we're and, so different and, 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 and different like you said the different types of hunting so okay me sitting in a stand with somebody it's so different is, than me who's a western hunter. West. exactly yeah like,
1: so. <laughs> yeah totally different but you guys also have like kind of an easy sizing structure it's like what's your waist and what's yeah. your length yeah we have like what's your waist what's your hips what's your length and so, and then we have you know, every different body style you could, so you have, you know, hourglass, you have pear, you have square, you have right. triangle, like you have all these things. So, like, taking all of that and sitting down with summer and being like, how can we accommodate as many women as we possibly can? Like, where they're not, where we have something that fits everyone, I try to get it as close to fitting to everyone as possible. So, it's kind of when we came up with the regular size and the curvy size system. So, we have, you know, 20, knowing like, 36 different SKUs across our board. So we go from extra, extra small to three X in a regular and a curvy fit. Plus we also have hem adjusters in, in the system. So we have a long zipper where you can get your boots on and off really easily. But inside of that is a snapping mechanism that you can actually adjust that either per your boot length, depending on how high that is or how low it is or your own height as well. So it's kind of like this, as custom as we could possibly get it. We also have a four-way stretch system, too, and an adjustable waistband that you just adjust with a button. And there's no Velcro. There's nothing that makes noise. They're super quiet. Um, if you get on our website, you see, quote-unquote, Ninja Quiet. That was actually quoted by Brianna Ellis. She's one of our wear testers out of New Mexico. And that was a note that she sent us when we were like, how did they wear test? She was like, these things are Ninja Quiet. Like, my husband is now the, light, the loudest man in the group, and it's not me anymore. <laughs> and... <laughs> She's like, and uh, he keeps turning around and looking at me, see, trying to see if I'm there. She's, she was so quiet on the, on the hunt that she wore, tested them on. So, um, you know, we have amazing feedback on all of our gear. We have tops now. We have a jacket coming in on this fall that is the same fabric um, as the pants that was requested, you know, by our, by our customers, by our community. Um, so, yeah, that's, we're just, we're rocking and rolling right now.
0: It, it, I love that you've seen a problem in you and you just went for it and, and tried to fix it because I just seen it from a business perspective. I'm like, I cannot, it's just, it's almost like, it's crazy how many companies there are. I, I can count on one hand how many I can name off off just off the top of my head and that's working in the hunting industry um, that, you know, isn't able to, I guess it's, you know, I love that you're able to cater to a lot more people than, you know, just having a small niche and, and, and things like that mm-hmm. as far as, you know, for the business perspective of it, it's just something that I'm just surprised so many other people aren't trying to get ahead of it with, you know, yeah, we've actually
1: taken it.
0: Oh, sorry. Oh no, you're, you're good. I'm just going to say, especially with, I'm, I'm excited about it too. This is, you know, especially <laughs> because taken, you know, you know, and look at it from a, just me speaking from a male perspective. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to wear your line, but I have a wife, you know, mm-hmm. I have, I have family, I have sisters, I have cousins. They all hunt. Um, these are things that, that they've struggled with themselves, being able to get the appropriate gear they need without having to do the mix and match, <laughs> you know, yeah. mix and match the,
1: ho- thing. the hodgepodge is, is, is super fun. Like, and, uh, definitely contest to that being the biggest pain probably ever. Uh, but yeah, we've also looked beyond that spectrum too, of just hunting. Like we've had a, we do have a lot of ladies, mm-hmm. Um, that do a lot of, um, like, they're, they're wildlife biologists, you know, they, they are, their life still consists of something outdoor related it, for, for their professional lives. Or, you know, they're, they're in another uh, type of field that, you know, where they have to wear a pant that looks very similar to ours, but just like the color is different. So we've actually looked beyond just hunting, and we've taken that pant, and the V2 will be out this fall, and the V2 will come in different color waves to kind of just take her to the next level of you can wear this not just hunting but you can wear this to work you can wear it out and about you can go from the field to picking up your kids so we've taken all of that into consideration like all of the feedback that we get from our customers and we really sit down and we listen to them so I know before we got started you asked me like what makes us different than anyone else that's out there we actually intentionally listen and because of that it takes us a little longer to make products because we're sitting down, we're speaking to them we're having these conversations as we've talked to thousands of women uh, up to this, you know, up to this point. And we look at, you know, not just our pain points, but at, and now they've had our, some of them, most of them have had our gear. And so we're asking them like what changes they would need or do we need to adjust things? And then what do you need moving forward? And so we take all of that and all that data and we have those really intimate conversations with them. And we know her pretty well. Like we know our customer as if she was like our best friend and we make gear that way. So our cadence is a little bit slower because we're actually taking the time to listen and get it right. It's like, we're not going to put something out that it's like, well, this was like half-assed and you know, that's not going to work. maybe this will work or maybe that will, that will work. But You know, we put something out where it's like she gets in it and she's like, absolutely, this is it. And I can use it for all these things. And I can do this, that, this and the other. And it's just the confidence that you see. We've seen ladies come in and they're just like, I don't know, I've tried on like another show. And I just tried on gear from so-and-so and so-and-so and and I don't think your stuff's going to fit me. And they're really shrinking themselves. And it's like, no, 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 just let's get you in a dressing room and like try on, you know, let's we'll figure out your size. We have something for you. And nine times out of ten, we have something for them that fits them great. And they're coming out of that dressing room with this huge smile on their face and all this confidence. And it's like, there it is. You know, you already have the confidence to get out there and right. kick some serious butt in the field. And now, like, you won't have to worry about your pants falling down or something making noise. Or, like, I don't know how many women I've heard say, like, I'm running with my husband. And then he gets ticked because, like, my pants are loud. And I, she's like, there's nothing I can do about that. I'm like, well, these are quiet. Or they're uncomfortable unbuttoning their pants in a blind. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are we, why are we doing this? We shouldn't be doing this. Like we should be accommodating body, you know, body styles and body types. So to see like that confidence come out of the dressing room and to see like this huge smile and satisfaction on like their face when they leave our booth and then to see pictures come in of their harvest, it's just, it, it's the most like warm hearted feeling. I can't even really explain it, but I'm actually doing something like we're actually doing something. know for the hunting community of women and i can't i can't think of anything better to do than to give back to a community that's given so much to me over my lifetime
0: well i mean too you're you're doing the overall goal which i feel like gets a little fuzzy from time to time with people of what hunting in the outdoors is Mm -hmm. truly about which is Mm -hmm. you know making it so that everyone can enjoy it and is something as it may seem small to to you know to me I mean I'm just being honest you know I told you when we started this I'm a straight shooter and you know I don't see it because it's not a problem that I experience daily but then when you look at it from the other side you're like oh my gosh that's a that's a huge issue and Mm -hmm. imagine how many people are out there right now that aren't getting into the industry or getting at least getting out into the outdoors to where they want to do things they want to do because they're limited on what kind of apparel they can wear right. out there and then like you said they're not comfortable they're you know they're mm-hmm. they're, they're limited your your hands behind your back i mean that that makes a yeah. difference especially when you get to those um more intense style where yeah apparel matters such as you know alaska canada western hunting things like that it's You know, apparel does matter it it may not matter all the time in every situation but especially with stuff like that like you have to have gear that fits you you're only five minutes into it you're going to run into an issue
1: yeah i've had you know husbands say like i don't i don't care as long as she's comfortable because if she's comfortable she's gonna she's gonna go with me and she's gonna stay you know longer with me and not want to go back or they're getting their daughters you know into it like they're tweens to to teenage girls and aren't extra, extra small through our small fits that range, actually, which that just happened to be an accident, a really good accident. It wasn't our intention, just we had like a really petite girl, like when we were doing all of our customer discoveries, we're like, we have this really petite woman and then we go all the way up to here. So like, how are we going to do that? Well, we can accommodate now that tween to teen uh, just by dropping our size down to an extra, extra small. So we have dads bringing their, their daughters into our booth and they're coming out with a smile and they're like, yep, this is it. Like, and, and it's like, you're comfortable. You're going to be warm. You're going to be cool. You're going to be, yep. Like I'm going to be good. I'm going to be able to you know, sit in the blind and be, and be comfortable and be fine or sit in my stand and be comfortable and fine or pop on my backpack and be, you know, trucking right behind you. So that's also something, especially being, you know, a daughter <laughs> that had no choice and got dragged into this, um, but to see that, like to be able to to give to those young ladies. And those are the young ladies that are actually building up our community that is gr- they're growing the industry. So if I have, you know, if I get that to come in, get them to come in, give them clothes that work the best they possibly can, and I'm holding that retention for our industry, like that, that just speaks milestones.
0: I mean, and then that's, that's the bigger picture of things. We had talked about the, the win, win, win scenario, like Mm -hmm. everyone wins on that. Everyone benefits, conservation, your uh, business, um, you know, just getting people together because, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, it's, it's strength in numbers and, you know, the more outdoors people that are united and can understand, you know, everyone's perspective and are able to unite, like at a moment's win like that's that's when you know like i feel better about conservation continuing on i had a conversation with a a friend of mine he's a guide in idaho and we were talking about some florida issues we have with with just some legislation stuff with hunting and and he was like could you imagine if like every hunter in the united states was there for that one cause and i'm like i know yeah you would win there's no way you wouldn't win every time just for for conservation you know the better part of for conservation uh, Yes. and that's what it's that's what it's all about because Without conservation we don't have wildlife to enjoy or to hunt, exactly. You know?
1: so. I think that's also what's what's hard for some some other others to understand is that they don't understand why we band together so much. And I've had I've even had other I, I said, so I'm a member of CBH, the California Bow Hunters Association, and I'm part of the legislative team there. And each month we do a legislative update, and um, there are certain legislations that, you know, we go after, and we we speak strongly on. If we have to, we go up to Sacramento, um, we speak to our local rep- representatives about it, we get an audience with them, we sit down, and, you know, it's quite a feat, but it, it's worth it. And when other states are having trouble, like, we get on the phone, we get on the line, and we just don't look at the at, at the, the mock death letter that goes around. Like, we read that for the purposes of getting the information, but then we speak to the heart of, like, look, like, this is, this is why we hunt. This is why we're outdoors men and women. This is why we are here for conservation. And you speak from yourself, and that's actually what captivates the, those people and that are sitting in those seats to, to vote, uh, you know, on those measures and on those matters. So it, you band together no matter the state, and I've been asked like, why? Like, why are you, you know, helping the Book Hunters association out in in Colorado? I'm like, because it'll affect us one day. Right. It'll 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 trickle here. It'll it'll go to Michigan. It'll go it'll go to Montana. It, it'll go to places. And and before you know it, like our rights might be taken away or certain privileges might be taken away. And if we band together and we stick together no matter the state, no matter the cause. Uh, if it makes sense, then we we get to preserve this. And you, the biggest thing is conservation, or wildlife, our forests, our all the nature. And you have other people that are not hunters, and I totally get that, that enjoy this too, that enjoy going backpacking and camping. And a lot of them don't understand they get to enjoy that because of conservation. And sometimes I want to bring them along for the ride. I have friends that just do the backpacking just do the camping and it's like if you actually get to see the work of what it takes for you to be able to enjoy that camp spot you might appreciate it more or maybe come in and sit you know sit in
0: on on
1: a a legislative call and get to talk about why it's important to you from a non-hunters perspective
0: i mean yeah i mean you're right and and I, uh, you know, here, it's, it's always it always uh, something I always bring up. I have a, a lot of friends that don't hunt, and, you know, if we do hiking trips or things like that together, I always tell them, like, you know, we actually pay a fee to go on public land. It's, it's called a WMA permit, um, and mm-hmm. any time you take any type of wildlife, you, you have to have that fee, but to enjoy it, you don't. And I had just mentioned, I was like, Hey man, you know, I'm not trying to hold it over your head, but I'm like, you know, you're enjoying this trail because of hunters and he was laughing. Cause you know, he doesn't hunt. He's like, Oh, whatever. <laughs> man. He's like, you're just stroking your ego. You know, we cut up with each other yeah. and I'm like, no oh, man, I'm like, I'm serious. No, you're like, welcome. I can prove it. I was like, this trail is actually maintained by the, the, Fee, well, you know, legally it's supposed to be maintained by the fees that associate from this. So, mm-hmm. um, and I, you know, that's something that's public record and you can pull up and look. And he was like, we actually did, you know, cause he's a very matter of fact type person. And, oh, yeah. and we did. And he was like, Oh wow. I didn't know that. And I'm like, see, and I was like, I'm not trying to rub it in your face, but like, we're all on the same team in the end. We just, we are do things a little different. And that's why we, it's so exactly. important to be tasteful and educate yeah. people and, make sure things are in context and perspective, you know, like we have depredation tags. We don't take pictures yeah. of the deer that we, you know, use the tag. No. Right? It's just, it's taken out of context. It doesn't look, it doesn't shed a positive light for hunting, you know? So.
1: Yeah, it, exa- yeah ex- exactly. Yeah, it, it, exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, so, you know, we kind of uh, dived into that a little bit, but I'm just curious what, what, as far as I guess, from a woman's perspective of starting out into outdoor uh-huh. clothing, like I, I, definitely understand the why, um, and how you went about it. Which I mean, hearing it's so tactful getting a getting a team together and you know utilizing your customers to, to help you just perfect a product, which you know all great businesses should do. But, um, how does it? How was it? Kind of starting out into that? Did you did you get a lot of pushback, or was it mainly? Um, you know, there was a need for it. So people were like, yeah, let's, let's do this. And and everything's kind of been rolling.
1: I will have to say like when, when we started it, I want to say, even though like the pandemic at the time was like not a good time, but to start a business in the middle of that. And you weren't, especially out here, you weren't really allowed to, we had curfews. I don't know if anyone watched the news, but you couldn't go anywhere (laughs) to anything unless it was outside. So I, we kind of started something in the mix of people being curious, the people that were curious of like, I've always wanted to try this. Now it's like, well, I have nothing else to do. I can't go do A, B, C, or D. So like, I'm going to sit in on, you know, my hunter's safety online and get that done and get my hunting license and go out. Um, you know, that definitely boosted uh, the the outdoor industry, not just hunting, but, you know, every curiosity of, of the outdoors. And um, the the most interesting thing was, when I, you know, brought this to Justin over at, at 1IE, and I, he said, like, you know, let me chair, like, let me be your board, like, let me chair your board. And I was like, why? Like, why do you want, why do you want to do that as a man? You know, just curious. Uh, and then getting to know him more, I, he was an outdoorsman. You know, he is an outdoorsman. You know, he hunts, he fishes, but he has a daughter. And he said, he said that I'm an outdoorsman and I have a daughter. So he, he got it. He was like, she, she struggles you know finding apparel not just for the outdoors just in general mm-hmm. and you know then of course he's a businessman so he looks at some numbers and he's like it's growing um I didn't have any pushback in the sense of like creating it um I had some gentle pushback in the sense of which is really interesting being a woman creating it mm-hmm. <laughs> um I, but for the most part, and a very large most part, um, very welcoming, very, very welcoming. Um, I have so many people now in my phone that I never thought I would ever have the privilege of speaking to um, that belong to this industry. Um, so many hands of like, here, let me help you and let me introduce you to so-and-so who knows so-and-so who can get you to so-and-so. Um, I was also very persistent in meeting a gentleman. Um, I don't know if you have had him on the podcast yet, but if you had it, if you have not, you really do need to. Uh, Johnny Mac from uh, Soul Seekers. No, He's, he, oh, you need to have Johnny. Oh, my gosh. You need to have Johnny. I call him my outdoor big brother because he he really just is this warm hearted just just your he wants to give you advice and if you like are having a crap day and you call him he'll give you like the best pep talk in the world um <laughs> nice. uh, he really really he's like probably one of our biggest supporters and just like an incredible hunter an incredible conservationist um but he really uh, he has um, a facebook group and i probably for a few months was bugging him on there like via dm and finally he was like okay like who are you <laughs> what do you want <laughs> But I was like, I just want like five minutes of your time. Um, and he gave me a phone call and was like, All right, like here's your five minutes. And, um, you know, spoke to him briefly and he was like, you know what, I want to make sure that you get into this industry on the right side of the industry. Um, and he introduced me to in- some incredible women uh, and- that are in this industry that have, you know, definitely um, brought me into their network and have-, have been very warm and welcoming and supportive. So it, it was you know, just so far, it's it's been great that um, I haven't had maybe like a few, the handfuls. And I will, as as you know, my Instagram is very public. My life is not public, but my Instagram is. But I'll have men drop in my DMs and say all kinds of rude, crude things. But it, it's, you know, that that's like one out of how many of us that are... Oh, yeah constantly like hell yeah i love what you're doing please keep doing what you're doing or that are thankful and grateful that we're here in the industry that you know come into our booth and go find their wife or their daughter and drag them into our booth and they're like here try on clothes it it, it's been warm and welcoming thus far
0: well i mean what i don't understand who would be better candidate to start uh you know an all-inclusive women apparel line for the outdoors than a, a woman that wears apparel and is always in the yeah. outdoors. I, that's a, I mean, it, it seems like a no-brainer. I mean, you're I always looked at it like if you do have people doing that, it's almost a positive because, like, you're literally in their brain right now. Like, you're you're living. You're you're posted up. Um, you're in their thoughts where they had to take it. Think about it. When you take – you're a busy person too, you know, just the, yeah. the amount of interaction we've both had with each other these last few weeks, and, and I can definitely see – how we both were, you know, trying to respect each other's time, but we both time. were busy. And, you know, it was it's always a balancing act. But what's crazy yep. is to be in someone, you know, to take that time, it means you you care, and, and care can be positive yes. or negative, but it means that you're thinking about that person um, or company, and for them to be taking the time to do that, you know, that tells me one of two things. Either you're a threat to something they're doing, um, <laughs> or they just, you know, their life sucks, and they just got to crap on somebody to, to make themselves feel better in hopes to, to knock you down. But, I mean, you're doing a service. You know, people don't understand the big yeah. picture of things Yes, it's a business, um, but also it's a it's a business with a huge need of a problem that, that seems to be, you know, very common. Um, and no no one was really getting ahead of it. Um, and you had spoken of like the different things. I mean, that's true innovation at its finest. And the Thank the hunting you. industry that I understand and the hunting industry that I like to think of is something that, you know, welcomes innovation and welcomes like, okay, obviously we can go out in our pajamas and probably get something, but you know, why not take it to the next level and be more comfortable or be more efficient or be more tactful mm-hmm. or, you know, take animals in a more clean way or whatever. You mm-hmm.
1: know? Yeah, it, exactly. I, w- I once had someone say like, it like well, this is a woman's problem. Like who cares? Like nobody cares. And I was like, well, I care. I care. Well, and uh, if I, I care there, you know, there's thousands of women in my community that also have this problem right. and they care. So if, it, it's like why not? And I really was there at that, you know, three years ago, where I was like, well, why not? Why, why not me? Why, why not ask that question? What, why, why not do it? it and uh, you know, I, I have a retail background. I know people are probably going to ask this, but um, you know, I have a bachelor's in fashion marketing and management. That's the business side of of the industry. I work in the industry full time as well, but in a different capacity. Um, and so I had knowledge of kind of like how to start and what to do what not to do a little bit too so it was kind of like well why not like no one else is doing it if no one else is doing it there's this huge need my community to me was being unserved and so it's like well why can't I just serve them like right. and and I've had people tell me like it like it it takes a lot of guts <laughs> to just be like I'm gonna create something and put it out into the world it let's it see what happens yeah, and um, I've even had big people in this very big names in this industry tell me like whether um, you succeed or, or fail who cares like yeah. you did something like
0: yeah. you did something I Made the effort at least gosh like yeah you know i i you know i get it too i mean obviously i have a different perspective being a male but you know my dms i wake up every morning to <laughs> very uh i mean because we're you know we're we're a subscription program where we're taking something that's been happening since millennial um, you know, this isn't, we didn't reinvent the wheel over here, kind of like you're doing. We, you know, we've seen uh, a, a lack of community uh, over a decade yeah. ago, real community, not, not yeah. made up Instagram sure. stuff. And
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: we, we you know, we're like, hey, you know, we got bills to pay and, and to make it great. You know, obviously things cost money. You know, if I ever hit the lotto and I would, you know, get millions of dollars, then sure. You know, we can talk about maybe having something that's a little more uh, you know, budget friendly for people. But I um, you know, I tell people I'm like there's it's 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 for one, you don't have to even look at it or deal with it. So I don't understand why it's ruining your day. Yeah. No one's like, saying okay? give me your credit card. It's hey, if you if you can utilize this or you know someone that can utilize this, we got you. We're gonna we're gonna go above and beyond and make sure you have the best experience that you can have, whether you're a beginner or an expert, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, but some people, they just, they, they like that negativity and, you know, those people continue to live in that and people like you will continue to run successful businesses that, you know, fix a problem that, that we have, you know, um, mm-hmm. being able to accommodate everyone, you know? Yeah. So what, um, how do you currently distribute right now? That's a kind of a question I was thinking of as we were talking. Yeah.
1: So we're direct to consumer right now. So you can get onto our website and purchase product, or you can go to one of the uh, trade shows/slash expos that we are attending this year, and you can come right into the booth where we have dressing rooms ready for you. Our full size runs of our, you know, our tops, our pants, um, our jackets will be there. I uh, hear shortly, and you can actually try on. Um, your apparel, uh, test it out, squat in it, do all the things you need to do, um, and you can purchase it there and take it home.
0: Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I like that because then you you kind of you really get to encompass what you know you guys are trying to do, which is um, mm-hmm. you know being inclusive to as many people as you can. So
1: yeah, we are looking at marketplaces right now. That is that is definitely something it, um, that. We've been we've been um, approached about. So we are we are looking uh, into that that as you know we're a small business you have to really like really weigh everything and, and look and make sure that your your dollars, your company dollars are going where they, where they need to go. Um, and we have been asked by um, a small retailer also as well an online retailer um, to, to be on their site. So we're currently working on that. And once it's you know, facilitated and done if you're part of our mailing list, Ah, uh, you'll get an email letting you know like where you'll be able to um, see us next. So, that's really right now like how how everything is how how you could obtain obtain product. You could also buy it straight in the you know Instagram app too. So we do have that. We have an online store on Instagram.
0: So as far as like I was I was looking at your camo pattern. That's that's I like yeah. that. That's uh what's kind of what made you kind of settle on that that specific pattern.
1: It's really funny that you say that. So um, we were looking at—I don't want to say the quickest way to get started with camo, because camo—if if you're a scientist and you make camo, you know the difficulties in this. So you have to, you know, do do a lot of research on on, on the camo that you're going to use, test it scientifically, test it um, to see if it's going to work properly in in the outdoors. And to that was a huge feat of cost. Like we were like, we are not going to be able to afford to make our own camo for a while. Uh, So we did put that on like the goal sheet of like, okay, this is what, when we get to here, we can do this type of thing. So then it was like, how, then how do we get camo? Um, That's a licensing process. If people don't understand uh, how that actually works, Um, it's a little intense (laughs) to say the least. And when you are a brand new company coming up and you're like, hi, I would like to license your product. You get a lot of. stairs and they're like, and you are, and you're backed by (laughs) type of thing. And a lot of no's. So um, we had a few uh, camo patterns that we had in mind. We didn't tell the community of ladies that we have. And I keep saying the community of ladies, we have a Facebook group um, with about 3,500 women now that are all around the world, not the country, the world. Um, And we, basically started with a handful, I believe it was five different camo patterns. We did not say the name of, you know, who owned the license, anything like that. We just started with like little swatches and we posted them in our uh, community group. And we asked them like, which one would you prefer? Like, which one would you use? So now going back to the consumer again and asking them like, what would you like? So um, we pulled, you know, all those answers and All of the answers were True Timber Strata, which then led me to having to go to True Timber to ask them for a license. Um, And we've already asked a few for a license, got shot down. And I was like, I I don't know if this is going to be any different, ladies. We may have to start with solids. I have no clue. But, um, you know, sat down, had a meeting with True Timber. Uh, It was one of those, Okay, well, we'll give you a call. (laughs) Nice to meet you. And I was like, crap, this is probably going to be another no um and then i got a phone call about a week and a half later that said you know um their their licensing agent is a woman and she said i i um read your website at the time it was just like a coming soon and a little intro on what we were doing and uh, she said i really really like you and i would like to you know we i would like to extend a license to you so they took a shot she's like i'm gonna take a chance you know we're gonna take a chance as a company and um we're you know. We're going to license out our portfolio to you. So we started with Strata uh, since that was the one that the gals um, have voted on. Uh, we have moved to Kanadi for fall, but it's going to be in tops only at the moment. And we'll have, like I said, more solid color bottoms coming in. Uh, so that's a test because we did have a lot of feedback um, from some gals that were in the, you know, upper Midwest area all the way down and around to like New York, kind of coming down to Pennsylvania where they wanted more of that like woodsy look right. so to do like a good test um and not spend too much on the test tops were like a really great place for us to start so the canati will be um in the tops along with the strata so we're giving that a test and so it's exciting to be able to start expanding into um you know the, the portfolio that we have licensed that does say a lot um if we get to actually pick up another camo out of that um and start to use that because those For people that don't know how licenses work, you actually pay a royalty um, on that pattern, um, either per sale or per um, yardage of the fabric, depending on what you're doing. So um, it does cost more than making a, a solid color.
0: I mean, I, you know, it's definitely great adding adding more options, especially as you continue to grow. Um, you know, I was looking, and I mean, you, I like, too, that you do have those solids to kind of throw in. Yeah. I feel like kind of solids are, I mean, I feel like they're kind of making a comeback, um, you know, and uh, it's definitely something that I think more people are, are buying. I, I see guides all the time wearing solids a lot of the time, um, you know, especially... Yeah, our
1: tops are really rad. Like, they have this really great stretch to them, so... They don't go all the way up to um, a a 3X, and we don't have a curvy in them because the stretch is just unbelievable. We didn't need to have that extra skew. Uh, But, like, they have wicking capabilities. So if it's hot where you're at, like, you start in bow season, i.e. me, and it's, like, 80-plus degrees with some Mm -hmm. humidity and some fun stuff, like, it's definitely going to keep you cool. You can wear it as a next-to-skin over your base layers in the winter time, but it also has a, uh, you know, UVB protection in it too. Cause uh, a lot of our lady customers were you know, very like weary about the sun. So uh, we gave them that extra, that extra protection, like in, in the garment. I mean, and I just wore it fishing, like fly fishing, like three weeks ago. <laughs> and it was amazing. And that was the first time that I actually got to see and feel and have on the actual product instead of it being like, a prototype or a sample test or or something to that effect where it was like, this is the actual product. This is what's going to be distributed. And I, I don't, I've never been able to get mobility like that even in a fishing shirt, but so you can, you can use it fishing. You can use it hiking. You can use it however you want to use it. Really. It's one of, it's very versatile.
0: I mean, and I mean, that's catering to your, your Southern demographic there, because I mean, here Mm -hmm. we, you know, the, the true, so I always say the true Southern hunters, the, the people out down here that really hunt in the sun or fish or hike or whatever camp, um, they, we always wear long sleeves, long pants. I always joke with people. They're like, You yep. can only take off so much. I'm like, actually by contrary belief, like I, I wear I cover as much skin as possible. I um, mean, you actually, yes. that's when your body can create its natural air conditioner. Um, when you got your your tank top on and your, and your uh, hoochie daddy shorts and you know, <laughs> you, you've got way too much skin exposed to the sun and all your, all that's all your skin's doing is absorbing that heat. Um, you know, when it's off, you sweat a little bit more and you, you know, sometimes I'm a little more uncomfortable than obviously being dry. I mean, that's something that, you know, moisture wicking can only go so far with things, yeah. um, but uh, it's definitely going to make it so that, I mean, I'm able to get out a lot more, um, Over the last few years with the UV type clothing than what I've been in the past, just I mean, the physical mm-hmm. aspect when you're out in the sun, it's yes. draining, um, it's
1: brutal. That sun is brutal.
0: I mean, and it, I mean, I was talking to somebody that that's in the Midwest and they were telling me, you know, especially with the humidity, so it's not just limited to the south. Um, there's plenty of people getting out there scouting in the in those summer months, yeah, and, and hiking and, and fly fishing and things like that. So um i i as you continue to grow i i'm going to definitely continue to follow and, and see what um you know i've been trying to get my fiance outdoors a little bit more and and getting comfortable clothing that that she likes and that's a struggle we face just going fishing you know it's yeah. this isn't comfortable or this you know draws too much heat or um, yeah, it you know, doesn't fit or doesn't correctly.
1: breathe <laughs> doesn't breathe
0: you know it doesn't fit correctly i'm I'm soaked in sweat 5 minutes into it. Oh my gosh,
1: that was my my Catalina. I did a Catalina fly fishing trip at the beginning of June and it was completely overcast, not what we expected. Even the crew was bummed out cuz this was a whole uh, this was a fly fishing group that I've been a part of for a little over a year now, but it's all women. And, uh, we have a couple male instructors that take us out and do different, I'm um, learning different techniques and learning how to tie, you know, different types of knots and different types of flies. So, um, we had a guide and one of our instructors and, and it was still hot. Like I was still sweating and I had a, um, I won't say the brand, but, um, a very well known, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fishing, fishing brand shirt on. And I. I was, I was dying. I was like, Oh my gosh, this does not breathe. It does not breathe. And it did not wick. So I was, it, it protected me from the sun. you do get more UV rays when it is cloudy and overcast. If people don't know that you do, that's when you really want to load up on sunblock. But um, I was, I was sweating and I was outside on a boat and it was breezy. So yeah, I, so going out in the middle of, well, I was, I was on Lake Mead of uh, fly fishing on Lake Mead and um, having that, as we said, that natural air conditioning kind of working with that, that performance top we have, I was really happy. It's like, I should have wore this on the boat. We didn't have it then though. If we did, I would have, I would have packed that thing and took it. But um, yeah, I, I'm not the only one that's worn it either. So I'm not just speaking as the owner of the company of, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it performs great. Uh, but I've, i've been knowing just wearing what i what i've worn in the past and now wearing our gear it's definitely it's significantly different and outperforms. That that is for sure
0: i think it's funny you mentioned that because i i don't even know why i you know i I was thinking in my head i was like i almost feel bad for saying it but then i'm like i shouldn't feel bad because at the end of the day like the customer's always right um but there's been so many like bigger names that i've personally dealt with and sometimes it's just like you're like oh this is great and then maybe your experience changes a little bit more or the weather's a little different and you know you kind of get to see uh, i guess more of the the con of it um and there's been plenty of that you know apparel like that that i've personally wore and I'm, i'm sitting here like wait a minute you're telling me no one else is hunting in hot weather and is dealing with <laughs> real hot weather. Um, yeah. And, and there's, I mean, there's only, a, especially in the in the male space, I mean, there's only really like, I could probably name three off rip that caters to, actually caters, doesn't just say they do, but actually caters to dry fit, moisture wicking, using um, yeah. protection, your down south type clothing that you need. Um, I ordered one from a big company not too long ago. I was like, I'm going to try this set they had out. They called it the, pretty much their warm weather set. I I was so mad, probably like maybe 45 minutes into the hunt. The sun didn't even get all the way up, and I had sweated so much. And I was sitting there like, you're telling me that this is like kind of the best you got? Like, And I know I'm not mm-hmm. the only one. I have a very normal body type for a male, so I'm like, <laughs> I know, I know not, I'm not the only one Not here. the only one. You know? yeah
1: I always have people ask me like oh how like how hot, how hot is it like when you go out like how because every the majority of people that are out there now that have met me know that I'm primarily um, a you know bow hunter um I this some of the spots that I like to go and of course the spots that I like to go are my favorite spots so these are my favorite spots which means they're visit every year um so one of them being the one that I'm going to in a couple of weeks it can get all the way up to 120 that's hot yeah. um it is a desert uh, so about 120 and then this is monsoonal season for our desert right now so we have thunder showers rolling through that have humidity attached to that and it's it could be raining off and on i i never know this is also the beauty right of hunting is you don't know what nature's going to do but i never know what it's going to be <laughs> like out there weather wise terrain i've got that down but then terrain can Totally take a sideways turn yeah. depending on weather, as we all know. So, I'm hunting in 120 humidity. On top of that, it could be thunder showering or not thunder showering. Sometimes flash flooding. You're welcome. That's always fun. So, <laughs> so when I'm like, it works. I'm really telling you, it works. Pants dry fast. Top dries fast. Yep. That's um, And I've worn her pants too. They say midweight, um, but I have worn them out there several times in the crazy of hot um and I've taken our stuff all the way down to about 5 degrees with a good base layer um and that 5 degrees was I had icicles coming off of my hair my eyelashes and my eyebrows and um that was on the duck <laughs> so was saying, was cold, like a duck hunt. so it was cold y'all it was cold it was cold and fun and um probably one of the best trips I've had in the last couple of years too. So, and we, and we got skunked, no one got anything, but it was still like the best day, the best day. Uh, But yeah. So it it definitely performs and um, it could take you from, you know, very hot weather uh, down to like the coolest temperatures. So,
0: I mean, that's what I like to hear too. um, Even though it's obviously a, a female line here is, you know, something that actually has been, Field tested and it's been out there and you know it's not like I was telling you with the the suit that I tried. I'm like, did anyone even wear this in the heat? <laughs> like, I was. Like, and when did it they? and look, where
1: was it? Yeah, yeah. Or did
0: it just look really good on your piece of paper? Because it does. It looks amazing on paper. It sounds great. All the, little, all the beautiful. All what is it? The the product description was absolutely. Yep. I mean that would
1: be marketing. Marketing set, did a yeah, really the, good the, job.
0: Marketing <laughs> A plus. Um, actual design not so much. So it's nice yeah. to hear uh, that. It's that's actually... a big
1: question too that's a big question we get is like where has your gear been tested and i'm like it's been tested everywhere so what i mean by everywhere is it's been tested obviously in the west and i'm not the only western hunter uh, out here that that has tested it um midwest so midwest to south is definitely our, our target demographic so it's been tested crazy out there of canada alaska and south africa so yeah a lot
0: (laughs) yeah every every type of terrain and environment you can imagine which you know as this continues to grow um it's going to be something that you know you're already getting ahead of the game here especially not just keeping yourself to to hunting but kind of venturing out into Mm -hmm. um, you know other outdoor
1: just um, outdoors just support her in the outdoors and what's great is you know i have friends that don't hunt and they uh, i just said that like you know they do other outdoor activities and Um, They've bought in like the green pant for that. And they're like excited themselves about having more solid options. So it's like it could just fit across outdoors in general, which is great. That's supporting a whole other, you know, your tertiary market, your whole whole other um, outdoor community. Um, But for her to be able to take it into work too, and then to do other things with it as well is that's just, it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, it definitely opens up a lot more doors, um, keeps you from being, I feel like, held back, you know, on a, on a lot of yeah. things. Um, and keeps you, like you said, it keeps you out there just longer. Um, You know, I mean, that's something that a problem that, you know, we face on our side, too, is, you know, being able to stay out there longer and be more comfortable. And then you really get to enjoy it because, like you mentioned, I mean, how many stories do we have where you – most of the time, people don't realize you're absolutely miserable. Like, sometimes I think we have, like, a, a <laughs> all a mental screw loose sometimes. But we understand that, you know, it's hard to put into words that feeling you get from, um, you know, I had seen where you had said once, um, you know, it's, it's not just obviously about hunting, but just finding yourself and being out there. Yeah. And that's your decompression. That's your, yep. you know… Taking ten seconds and breathing in, like that's it, you know, and and you can't really ever really put that in words. It's something where you either know exactly what someone's talking about, or you're like, oh, I've never experienced that. Experienced that before, yeah. Now, uh, we're we're coming on about an hour here, but I did have one question. Um, I feel like I kind of got the answer to it, but I still want (laughs) to want to ask it. Um, where do you guys kind of see yourself going as far as? Um, you know a company are you going to continue to innovate or, and just continue to to grow that quality um, or do you feel like you kind of are are kind of set with with the track that you had planned and, and wanted to go originally
1: no we definitely want to continue innovating and growing uh, we have so many requests for you know different different gear um and we will you know we will eventually get there um it's it's obviously deciding what on the product roadmap gets gets made first. It's ensuring that we have the proper partners to be able to, um, you know, make that product the quality that we that we require. Um, we have very high expectations. Um, I I will have to say that that's because we've been underserved as a women community. What's out there, so you know, we ensure whatever we put out there is our best foot forward all the time. So it definitely got we go through a very extensive um you know fa- factory check, you know the prototypes from different places. who makes it best? It's not always about the the dollar amount. It's about who makes it, you know the the best we could possibly have it made. Um, and that's a huge process. And then also behind that, um, um you know, it's funding. So that's something that a lot of people don't understand like, when we started, they were like, well, why don't you have like all these things? And it's like, well, that takes a lot of money. And we're a small startup company. And, you know, we do have investors and, and partners, but it's, you know, we are you know, getting to a point where we're going to need, you know, more investment. So it's, it's that too, as well as like, we can grow as fast as we can, um, depending on like the financial market, basically, that's out there with not just uh, you know, what we're bringing in in revenue, uh, but also, you know, within with investment. And we're very, I don't want to say picky, we're not picky, but we're we're selective on on those investors, because you want to ensure that um, the partners that you get in, you know, in bed with, with finances right. that um they're not going to be a nightmare <laughs> to right, work no, with for sure
0: yeah you don't yeah, want to go yeah. backwards over time
1: right exactly but that they also believe in you and, and the company and the vision that you know you have that we have you know set forth um in front of us and that they get it right. so the, we we are working with um you know a partner right now that um her and her team under like understand what we're doing and but that just happened to be a happy accident again, where we just happened to get the right introduction into someone that was like, I get this, like I, I totally get this. So um, so there so there's that, there's that as well, which you know, all that is is I don't wanna say slow growth. We we actually have, you know, we've we've grown so much that um I don't want to say it's hard to keep up with, but it it's like, okay, this is what we need to move forward because she's asking for this and we need to start delivering these things. So, um, it, it's definitely a, pro- a process for sure. Uh, so it's, and it's growing pains too. We're a small company. We have, you know, as three, um, co-founders, um, of, you know, a chairman that, you know, is involved and helps us a lot, especially right now, um, in the state of where where we're at, cause we are growing and we have a small team too. So it's, it's growing that team. It's getting the, the, you know, the talent in, um, at some point in time summer's gonna need help with design because she can't do everything by herself right, yeah. uh, and so it, it's that too it's it's growing the team it's it it's um it's getting what, what we need so that way we can bring quality product to the market for her
0: I mean that's what that's what uh you know, that's, that's, a, that's what, in my opinion, I, I, I've seen so many companies and I've done podcasts and, you know, whether they're startups or they've, or they've been doing this a while and, you know, I, it always seems like you, you find the, the track record of the company that really caters to their customer, that really, um, you know, dissects everything that is given to them and, and kind of goes with it, continues to innovate, continues to provide a great quality product um, regardless of what the price is and, and it continues to fix that problem. I mean, that's always a company that, that I feel like grows. I feel like the ones that either get stuck in their ways or they, you know, t- hunting is just, I mean, outdoors in itself is, is continuously evolving. Um, everything's always evolving. So you kind of have to evolve with it. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, what, what we may not have needed a need for at one time, or I guess a need that may have not been voiced at one time, doesn't make it any less important than, than today. And, um, you know, I definitely, it definitely from the, you know, listening to this on the other side, it, it definitely gives me more perspective on um, on it. And I was really curious before we jumped on, I was like, I would love to hear, I've had plenty of, um, you know, female co-owner, you know, co-founders, founder CEOs um, on here. And, and one thing that I, I notice is, um, you know, you guys are going after problems that, that not a lot of people seem to be tackling and um, you know, I love the drive and I think that with the ambition and that the team, the team sounds great. Um, you know, and that's, that's yeah, our so team's big. Amazing. That's so big. Like, like you had mentioned, there's so much behind the scenes that you mm-hmm. know there is just because you see, you had mentioned, you know, my, my Instagram's public, but my life isn't just because you and my see a not... certain thing doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean that there's not a million moving parts behind that to make it, to make it seem that I never realized that until I got into the hunting industry. I just thought it was, Oh, people go out and hunt and they show yeah. it. And I'm just like, Whoa, that's like the smallest part of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that couldn't yeah. be any smaller. It's that, uh, that graph you see, the pie graph. And that's that tiny little 1% um, of the, the problems you face. It's quality. It's continuing to get better, making sure, like we had talked about things on paper, yeah, sometimes they seem great. And then when you get them in the field, they're not so much. And do you really yeah. want to spend all that time and effort to have to not recall, isn't the word, but have to backtrack and come out with something else. And then at that point, I mean, one thing I've always learned is like, you, you got to be more simple with things. So when you start doing the, this is what we're doing. Now we're backtracking and now we're going to try this. And now we're backtracking. People get confused. And, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. it, people are loyal to what continues to deliver for them. So you continue yeah. to deliver, people are going to continue to be loyal. You drop the ball or something happens, then you kind of Ooh, tend yeah. to go the other way. <laughs> um, so where can our listeners uh, reach out to you? Uh, maybe, you know, get take a look at your products um, or just, you know, if they kind of just want to check it out.
1: Yeah, you can go to uh, the tally, that's D. As in Delta, I T as in Tango, A-L-E dot com. So com. You can check us out on Instagram at DetelliOutdoors. If you want to get in touch with me personally, I am available via Instagram and that's at Artemis takes aim.
0: Okay. And I'm going to add this to the show notes too. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Awesome well i really appreciate you jumping on and um you know this was definitely i i feel like i wasn't let down on learning more about (laughs) your company here i it was kind of presented to me a few weeks back and you know i'll be honest with you I, i didn't see a lot about it i i honestly now my phone algorithms kicked in so now i see a little bit. More now more. we're in but, your face. Yeah. Now, now you got me. The hooks are in now, but, um, you know, it's one of those things where I, you know, you don't realize you have a problem until the problem's presented with you. And, you know, I had mentioned, you know, I know you had asked your, um, you know, one of your, your team members, you know, Hey, why would you want to to do this? Like, what do you get out of it being a male? And, you know, me answering that question on my end is, um, being able to take other family members that, yeah you know, otherwise aren't really going because they just they just not they just don't have the gear really designed for them um now this kind of opens up a door of you know being able to take um, other people in my family out that's personally what i would 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 see mm-hmm. it as um because i've cousins i got one cousin that's my height tall and skinny and we're always talking and she she tells me all the time she's like i can never get anything i have to shop men's big and tall and i'm not big and uh <laughs> you know she's like i'm just tall and and it's uh you know it's it's always a, an ongoing problem so um I, I see the the track you guys are going it definitely um, I can see you opening up to, to, to all aspects even more than, than you're already doing. So um, I look forward to seeing y'all grow. And I definitely appreciate you jumping on here and, and kind of sharing with our listeners more about the company and, and what y'all have going on out there.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much. No it's definitely an exciting time. And like I, I've said this like a thousand times, probably during the conversation, but yeah, to serve my community and, and give as. is is a huge thing, especially in this area. And the more the more the merrier. So if this brings in more, then, then that's great.
0: For sure. And and that's 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 kind of our, our goal with it too, the the more the merrier because we had mentioned this before, like there's strength in numbers and you know, the more we yes. can all come together, um, especially from all avenues and backgrounds and, you know, affiliations and all this other stuff, the more we can come together for this. That's more money for conservation, that's more conservation, that's better hunting opportunities. Um, and then if things do kind of get dicey and, and crazy, you know, we're able to unite and, and push forward as opposed yes. to you know, you're, there's crickets in the background, and they're like, is anybody opposed? And they, the cricket rings off, and they're like, all right, cool, it's signed, and then three weeks later, you see a bunch of Facebook posts where people are pissed off, and I'm like, well, how many of you guys went and voiced? You know, how many of y'all went? Yeah, and, and I think
1: a lot of hunters or outdoor people also don't understand, like, how that works, so, like, the just, like, to give a good and you could put this in or not put this in, Mm -hmm. Uh, when there's an open forum for you to be able to come and contest or not contest about your hunting rights, it's really, it was designed in the beginning for you as a hunter to be able to come and say, these laws are kind of old, we should probably revamp them, or we're good with the way things are. But that also opens the forum up for non-hunters and for um, those of which you know, opposed to what we're doing, you get enough of those people that oppose what you're doing, you start losing seasons. We've had that happen here in California. We've seen it happen in Washington. We've seen it happen in Arizona and it keeps happening. So for you, when that forum opens, even if you're happy with the way things are, you still need to step forward and continue to fight for the way things are or if there is a change you would like to see you voice that opinion and the more of us that stand up and the more of us that come together nationwide on those issues and 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 in those forums you know the more we do preserve this so if people didn't know how like how that works you you do now have at least a little bit of of a landscape of it wasn't designed like basically for everyone to come and speak but it has become that now especially in the day and age that we're living So you can go and you can speak. It's, it's amazing. It's great. It's, it's probably one of the most empowering things I've ever experienced banning with my own community and saying the way things are are great, or this needs to change or this AB 28 that you're trying to propose in my state, that's going to give me 11% more of taxes on my firearms and my bow equipment is not going to help me. (laughs) And it's actually going to hurt our state because more people are, going to stop purchasing and now I've lost conservation money. So it, it gives you the voice. It gives you the opportunity to have a voice and you do have that voice and you do have that privilege. I don't care who you are to go up there and, and speak on behalf of our community.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, they, they, at this point, you know, like you had mentioned this day and age, they even make it very accessible.
1: They to, do. If you
0: can't, you, it can, could do be. Zoom, you
1: can do Zoom. It could be a Zoom call. It could so be a much. phone call. It could be if you have access to your capital, we only go to the capital unless it's like it, this is like do or die. Right. Um, we definitely work along our, you know, our local representatives here. Um, one of them knows me very well and probably hates every time he gets a phone call from me, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> get, get, <laughs> but that's there. part of my job. That's part of my job. But it, you know, it, it's a lot of people don't know that you you have you have that power. You actually really do, and what you have to say matters. And again, make it heartfelt. You can use the templated letters that we we have them, even at CBH. Um, and I'm also a member of WIN, which is out of Nevada. And for those who are like, you're in California, why are you? Because I hunt in Nevada and right. Las Vegas is only an hour and a half from me and the WIN chapter is there. Um, and you know I speak for them as well. So it, it's, it, we have the template letter that rolls around. You can read it, take the facts from that. And then you can speak on behalf using those facts with your with your own heart and soul on why, you know, why your your why behind it and why it's gonna make a difference if something is gonna negatively impact, you know, especially our conservation. That's that's the biggest thing.
0: So it goes it's it's so crazy how I can go so unseen. And I mean there's there's things. I mean, you know, even if someone doesn't want to you know, if someone, for whatever reasons, like, I really just don't want to go in public or via Zoom or whatever. I mean, there's so many other ways you can help. Share and post, create an awareness. Um, you know, there's there's tons of different things. I know there's, like, uh, Hush and um, a few other uh, conservation, like, legislative-type groups that I follow that it's literally the press push of a, a, push of a button now of yeah. being able to share it with your, your group of friends. Um, even if you, for whatever reason, just can't make a meeting or whatever, you can still create awareness because you done shared that post and those 10 people that can make that meeting are going to show up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all live busy lives. So, uh, you know, I feel like we, there's never been a better time to really push conservation and stand up for your rights than it is now. It's so easy right. now. I mean, you could do it from your phone. At, at, you know, you, at, you at could do account. it
1: from your Instagram account, your own Instagram <laughs> account. You could talk about it. Yeah, you can also, um, Sportsman's Alliance is, is a wonderful organization. They, they provide you with facts too, any, like from, they look at everything nationwide on, on what's going on. Um, and they do keep you pretty informed. Um, and they do let you know when forums are opening up. And they do let you know, like, it doesn't matter where you're from, like, come come speak, come talk, come listen, because uh, it all matters. It does,
0: it really does um so hopefully this episode helps to kind of shed some light on that and uh, you know what i love bringing up any type of awareness when it comes to conservation so i feel like it doesn't get voiced i feel like people say the word but they don't really really you know go into like what you did the depth of, of what that really is and and how you yeah. yourself can contribute besides you you know just purchasing your license which that's a right. huge kudos to every time you Press yeah. that, that credit card button you're you contributing. Oh man, so. every year
1: I lock up everything, and I'm like, cool, three hundred dollars for its conservation. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's uh, definitely bittersweet. I hunt a lot of other states, uh, and I'm always like, I'll text someone that's in that state. I'm like, you're, you're you're welcome.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> Take a picture of your license and tag. You're welcome.
0: You're welcome. But I really appreciate you jumping on. We'll definitely yeah. have to get you on again. Um, as the yeah, I'd love to continues to evolve, but. Um, y'all are listening to Hunt Link by ServerSide, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.